0: growing up, I used a lamp, an oil lamp, and you know that you had to light, you had to keep adding oil for, for, in order for that thing to be lit. And I think that's how I like to look at God's Word. God's Word is more than just every Sunday morning or every once in a while to turn on that worship music and hear, hear God's Word coming to you. Uh, you have to fill it up in your own heart for your own self. And I think what Aaron was talking to this morning about Uh, uh, the difference making uh, why the worship music or songs really make a difference in your life because you own it yourself it has changed if it has changed your heart if if the Lord has come into your heart and has changed you that's why it makes a difference to you it's not just the tune or the beat but it's actually you own it for yourself and I'd like to say as the lamp the word of God is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I'm just asking us to keep renewing that daily. All right? And that's, that's where I have... And there's times when I do well with it. I, every morning I try to talk to the Lord and pray to the Lord and, and for, read from His uh, Word. And then I, I, feel, I feel filled up for the day. And But there's other times I don't do that that well. And there is, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, it says lots of lots of different I'll be covering scripture where it says that it, why scripture is giving for wisdom and for guidance and for correction and and exhortation and things like that the thing I was going to share on the overhead was uh, I was going to talk about uh, uh, we have pups right now Sophia's dog has pups and I was going to show a picture of her as a puppy a couple years later she has puppies <coughs> And she has, this dog has grown up in our family, has listened to us, we're her master, she has walked, she's done well, she's a good dog, she listens to us and she has brought more puppies. And it's, it's, it's going, it's, what I'm trying to bring out is that she has listened to her master because she knows her master and she has uh, uh, developed a, a connection. And the the way that is, is through us speaking to her. You know, uh, about 16 years ago, we had a dog that I liked just as much as this dog, and she had puppies. But this dog, I didn't have a good connection with this dog. And she had puppies under a trailer, and I couldn't get to the puppies, and eventually the puppies grew up, and they were wild and disobedient. They were angry little critters and you know, uh, eventually I think they all, I think they ended up all being killed except maybe one and that's one reason we never had puppies in our family because of that experience, it was a terrible experience. Because the dog, the dog uh, Princess, was her name. And Princess was okay dog, but she didn't listen. And, and I never had a good connection to her. I still talked to her. I, I, I mean, I talked to her at the time. I tried to teach her, but I didn't have a good connection with her. And then when she had pups, it, she had pups where I couldn't even get to them. And eventually, it, everything went from, it just kept going down a path of, of destruction. And eventually, those, do, those pups were chasing deer and whatever. And it, it went bad. I wanted to tell the children, this is why, this is how the Word of God can be, or or uh, if you're not connected to the Word of God or instruction to your master, you'll, you'll continue to wander down an, another path. I'd like to take my scripture out of uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. If you want to turn to 2nd, 2 Timothy chapter 3. You know the question is: Does the does the word the word from God really have all the answers for us? If yes, what if, what if we don't read it? What if we just listen to the preacher? And we already talked about music. What if we just do uh, things like don't 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 stay away? We stay away from certain people so that we don't become like them. And. I could say I was born into a good family. Just like my dog, Princess, she was she was from a good. We knew uh, my father-in-law had the mom. We she was she was from a good connection, a good. That's why we got her. Am I really on the path of God? If I don't read the Word, if I don't understand it for myself. How can I know what the, what the Lord has for me if I don't read it? That's my question. 2 Timothy chapter 3, in uh, verse 16 and 17, it says that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for, re- for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work, that that means man or woman of God, a child of God. Now Paul was teaching to Timothy, but I'd like to apply this to all of us that belong to to the Father through Jesus Christ. All Scripture is given by inspiration. That's by breathed by the Holy Spirit. It, it comes from it, it comes from God Himself, and when we read His Word, that's what we're reading, God Himself. And I. I, uh, I find it, sometimes I find it hard to apply some, some of the scripture. I, I, I say to myself, doesn't the scripture say this and this? Or isn't there a scripture that says this? Instead of really knowing it and, and having it in my heart and reading it and understanding it, I, have, I like to repeat what I've heard somebody else say. I'd like to share another thing uh, this week. I was, sh- I was uh, talking to my friend uh, in, uh, he's, he's in Colorado right now. He lives in Woodland, Colorado. And he, was in, uh, he was at the Grand Canyon uh, when I talked to him. And he's getting ready to uh, be deployed. Uh, he's a Green Beret in, in the Army. So he's in the Special Forces, and he's a highly trained uh, military guy. And he's my age, and he has one child, and he was my best friend at one time. And we're still we're still connected and all that. And we were talking, we were just chatting here. His birthday this uh, last week, so I talked to him. And and, uh, and we, I don't know, uh, I don't know how we got on the subject, but he was saying that uh, we have a we have a war going on, and there's 19,000 people been been killed already. And I can't think of where it's at right now. I'm sorry, but uh, our country's at war. Uh, no, that's not, it's the Russians invaded some country, I'm sorry, Ukraine. He's going to Ukraine, his, his, uh, his troop is already there, so this week is last week with his family, so he's. So anyway, we were talking about, uh, he was saying how um, How the, our countries are attacking our country with uh, soft power. And I was like, well, what's soft power? He said it's through the internet by what we're, we're, uh, they're trying to, to get us to think in a certain way. And he said it's way more than just shooting. If you don't agree with somebody, you shoot somebody or you, you take them over by force. Instead, they're trying to come through uh, social media and things like that. And that's why our country is divided a lot is because of things that are put on the Internet. And we're, I was just talking about this. I was like, well, how can I know what is true and what isn't? And I remembered that the Word of God is a standard. And I think that we can learn everything that we need to know. What's going to happen, how, uh, how to do life from the Word of God. And uh, this, you know, uh, soft power, or whatever he described it, he said it's a term, it's a term that our country uses to, to try to break down the other countries. The other countries, uh, China, Russia... Places like that, they're, they're doing it to our country. And, and uh, that's how they try to break down the enemy. Get it divided and, and, uh, and have all kinds of misinformation out there. That way, uh, people are misled. And at that point, uh, they, they separate in different groups and it's easier to overtake. And I thought that is a good lesson for me, is the enemy is out there seeking to, to get me to, to turn off from what is truthful. And I, I belong to abundant life, and I'll, maybe I'll just go by what they say. Or maybe I'll just go by what, what my dad has said, and I'll just stick to that, and, and uh, I'll be safe. But actually, it is, uh, it is in this uh, scripture that is given by inspiration of God. That's where the answer lies. <clears throat> like to look at the verse, six, verse 16 it says it's profitable for doctrine it's a way to live the scripture is given a way to live and for many years I've thought that the, the church has given me a way to live and, and I'm not saying the church just has doesn't have its place but we should own it for ourselves for doctrine for reproof and if there's correction needed the scripture is used for that and instruction for righteousness or holiness. How do we know what holiness is? Do I look at my brother? Do I look at an older guy in my, my church? Or how do I know what that is? It's in the, in the scripture here. Uh, today should be an encouragement to the believers. I didn't want to uh, talk about us. Okay, I forget that the uh, mic isn't on. All right, um... Today uh, I want to encourage us just to uh, be faithful to the Word. Instead of coming out on a certain on a certain topic or, or anything like that that is sin or or uh, or, uh, or given a, an announcement that's about the Scripture, it's more an encouragement to follow the Scripture to read it for ourselves. <laughs> Verse 17, it says that, that the man of God may be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. How do, I, how do I know if I'm complete? And one way of knowing that is if you have peace from the Lord himself. And I, if, you don't, if you forget how that felt, um, maybe you need to recommit yourself to God. If you have lost that, that's why uh, I hate to bring up men's encounter again. But that's where some of us have walked, walked the paths of the Lord, but have wandered somewhat, and we forget how how it was to have that peace and understanding, and so, and that's where we found it was by really committing ourselves again. To the Lord, and then, then we get we get that uh, the wholeness or completeness. Remember that Christ has died for everything, and it's all we need uh, for our salvation. The question is: Do I still have the lamp um, on my feet? But the light has gone out. And uh, that's what I'm trying to bring out is to find that light is to commit yourself to reading the word of God. That's how the Lord uh, will speak to you and will light, uh, light your path again. Like a lost puppy that wants to know its master, he wants to fulfill its purpose. Why, we, why were you born? in this family <clears throat> read the word again that you may that your security may come back in chapter 4 of timothy i charge you therefore before god and the lord jesus christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom preach the word be ready in season and out of season i have this highlighted in my bible it says be ready in season and out of season that's what i'm calling us to in order to be ready in season, out of season, it is to know the Scripture. It is to read the Word and understand it and apply it to our lives. It's hard to do this thing one time and then have it. It's not like it's not like uh, uh, like you take a trip and and once the trip is over, now now you did it. Now you are. You are ready in season autoy. No. It's a continuation of, of practicing, reading from the Word of God and letting God fill you up. Why do we do this? To convince there's people in our lives that are counting on us to convince them to rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering, within all love and teaching. You know, it's easy to think, but well, who, who is they? Who, who are they that are, that are counting? Like, be ready in season, out of season. For who? It could be our family. It could be our children. It could be my spouse. You know, we, I, have, I have lots of family. I'm from a big family. I have lots of family. And one reason to, that this is important is for those around me, and then also my neighbors. And those in the, in the community. for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, soft power will come along and deceive many. I'm, I'm reading here, for time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Sound doctrine is the word, but according to their own desires, you have to have if you have your own desires, why, why, why could you be deceived if you know the truth? unless you follow something else. There's something else out there that's trying to get your attention and try to lead you astray, like trying to lead me astray. Just like my friend uh, was saying, there's powers, there's things on the internet, there's algorithms or whatever he was saying that are trying to grab, grab a certain things, get, get us to think certain ways. And he was saying how many millions or billions of dollars are spent to do this because it's very important to get people, and we weren't talking about scriptural things. He was just saying, he was just telling me this. It says, according to their own desires, their own. I wanted to ask, who's their own? First of all, maybe me. But what about my children? What about my wife, or our spouse? I think it. I think I'd like to talk to the dads here. Make sure we know the scripture, so we know where to stand. It goes on to say they have itching ears. You want to hear the next greatest thing, you know, the the next best thing, what's out there. And uh, they will heap up themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth. I'd like to read in Matthew 13. Matthew 13, uh, verse 36. There was people growing up in the same field. There was wheat and tares. That means people. There's the good and evil, the the bad and the good guys. The people that were redeemed and the ones that weren't. i seen that last night in that play. Two people got killed in a car accident. One made it to eternity. They both both made it to eternity. One to heaven, one to hell. Uh, Christ is explaining in verse 36 what he had said earlier about the wheat and the tares. Satan came along and spread it. Uh, so somebody uh, sowing a seed out in the field, which I understand that. You sow the seed. Somebody comes along and sows a bunch of other seeds. So uh, weeds and, and corn grows up in the same, same field. And then the disciples were asking, well, explain this to us. So in verse 36 in chapter 13, Jesus sent the multitude away and went to his house, and his disciples came to him, as saying, explain this parable to us of the of, tares of the. Uh, uh, explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. Verse thirty-seven. He answered and said to them, "He who has, he who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. So there's sons of the. There's sons of the father and sons of the devil, together." The enemy who sowed sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. That's judgment. And the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned into the fire, so it will be the end of age. The Son of Man will send down his angels, and they will gather out of the kingdom all the things that offend and those who practice lawlessness. He will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Right here's what I wanted. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And we had just we just heard earlier, there will be people that won't hear. Right here it says, Jesus had said, He who has ears, let him hear. Hearing is understanding. Take it to heart. Verse four in the second Timothy chapter four, verse four, it says, "And they will turn away their ears from the truth and be turned aside to fables. You'll be deceived. People can be deceived by not knowing the truth because they're willing to turn away. I can be deceived. How do I know I'm not already deceived? By the word of God? the inspired word of God right here by living this and reading this and understanding it and hearing it. It says in Romans 3.23, all have sinned and fall short of God's standard my spouse, my child, my friend, everyone. To be watchful doesn't mean to worry and fret. It means to read the word in all things that come along in work, relationships, money problems, riches, sickness in all things. That's one thing that I'm blessed to hear, uh, Fred's testimony this morning, in sickness. And somebody said that it really means a lot when, when somebody can praise God in a, in a bad time. It's easy to do in good times when I'm healthy or when, when I have lots of money. Things are going well, but I'm also calling for us that aren't sick to still be committed to, to God. So when things come, that we can stand. So we know what the word says about that. In verse five, it says, "Be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an uh, evangelist. Fulfill your ministry, or fulfill your calling." And how do I know what my calling is today? By the word of God. It's not by what somebody has said, really. It's by what God has said in his word. I'd like to read in uh, uh, Psalm 19. Starting in verse 7. The law... Of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. It says the law in my translation, it means the word, what God has said. It is perfect, converting the soul. And how do we know what that is if we don't read it? It goes on to say, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making the wise Making wise to simple. So I'm a simple person and it's appealing to me to be wise. So it's just the testimony of the Lord is sure. Making wise to simple. You know, there's very uh, influ- influential people in our country that don't understand the scripture. They think it's... And unfortunately, the last time I talked to my friend Zach, the Green Beret in our army, the elite, and he said that uh, he said it's okay it's okay for you but I don't I don't need that stuff and I want to pray for him more he got married without the word of God even in his marriage we were there he grew up in the church the, statute of, the statutes of the, of the Lord are right Rejoicing in the heart. So when you think about the law, don't doesn't that usually bring fear and restraint and and uh, 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 limitations? The law of the Lord is perfect, it says. And then verse eight, it says the statutes of the law of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Here it's it's bringing joy. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes, showing light to the eyes, giving direction the fear of the Lord is clean. This is a good thing. That's a happiness. It's not a, it's not a, a, a weighing down and bringing... Up. It's actually setting free. It's a setting free. It's walking in the joy of the Lord. And if you ever know what it is like to be bound down with sin, fear, anger, bitterness, you know that once, once the Lord has forgiven you for that, you understand that, the, si- the simple become wise. Once you know what that is, that's when you understand these scriptures here. It's pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean. It endures forever. I have, I have written down in here, my Bible says no doubt. The fear brings no doubt. It's, there's just no doubt about it. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteousness altogether. More to be desired than any gold. Yea, yay, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey in the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and in keeping them there is great reward. So we're being warned here to keep the statutes and the law of the Lord. It's to be sought out m- more than money. We go to work for money. We, one thing that we, I like to take calls for is for a good customer boom, it's, it's actually what it means is it's probably for more money. It says here, it's sweeter, oh, I'm sorry, it's to be desired more than gold, yea, than much fine gold. So it's a warning here. Moreover, by them, your servant is warned, and keeping them there's great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me, then I shall be blameless, and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. And uh, Redeemer is another word for a Savior. You know, that's that many years later Christ came and that's why that's why the psalmist could pray like this, Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. That's where it's all at. <clears throat> it it says in my whole being everything. Everything belongs to the Lord. And that's that's what I'd like to point out is as I go through life and as I'm doing life and I'm I'm walking in the church, I'm doing different things, that I would seek out the word. And that's what I'm calling us to know the word for ourselves. In Ephesians, uh, yet in closing, you know. I'm going to read this right here <clears throat> uh, just to help us to get some light to our path, things that we can do in Ephesians 6, uh, verses 10 to 18. This is some things that, uh, that, that the godly person needs to do. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And I talked about that, things that are coming along that are deceptive, and it's more than just in young people. It's in old people. It can't be in old people. Yesterday, I, I seen an older guy, maybe 80 years old or so, made a bad mistake. And I understand. I told Sophia, even old, older people make mistakes. He was driving his tractor and ran right through the gate and busted off the posts and all the gates and everything. <clears throat> But all I bring that out for is that we need, to, we need to realize that we all make mistakes. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the age. Things of this age we're, we're uh, wrestling against. The darkness of this age, and I think... We can talk about different things that are going on in our country, our lives. That is, darkness brings, brings fear, stuff like that. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you be, may be able to withstand in the evil of the day, having done all to stand, everything. Stand, therefore, having girded your ways through the truths. Put on the breastplate plate of righteousness. Be truthful and the breath plate of righteousness, having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Where are your feet going? Remember the light, the lamp on the feet, and the light to the path? That's what the God's word is. And it says, here it says the gospel of peace. We're not bringing a gospel of anger or malice or anything like that. We're bringing a gospel of peace, peace of the heart. Above all, taking the shield of faith, in which you'll be able to uh, quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which which is the word of God. That's what this is, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always is all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end, and it was all preservation and supplication for all the saints. It's being faithful to the end. Being intentional. And that's what I'm calling us today, is to be intentional with our reading of the word and understanding it for ourselves. May God bless you.